this week's episode of Along the Keel, we head south to Cape May, New Jersey, a small seaside town on the May Peninsula known for its beaches, boardwalks, and a delicious cowfish tacos. We grab a beer with our friend Aaron Stasiak at the Cape May Brewery to get the backstory on a brand that has become so synonymous with the boating community that it has even become its own term. Bow riders, boat ramp champs, anchoring debolicals aren't safe from the qualified captain, and yet what was once a way for Buddy to share funny videos has now become a force for good in the industry and a family business. That and more on this week's episode of Along the Keel. We appreciate you guys tuning in today, and if you'd like to learn more, head over to alongthekeel.com, sign up for our newsletter, check us out on social media at Along the Keel, and remember, you can help the show by leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I always try and be very attentive to what Tiller says. Okay. He's yeah, really I the, mean, Tiller's the boss. He's really the guy that runs the show. Yeah. I, I just sit behind the camera. We were just talking about it. It's like Joe Rogan, you know, with Jamie's in the background, dialing it all in. And right. he's doing more than just Googling. He's running the show. You know, a lot of <laughs> people think that Jamie's just Googling things. But yeah. as you know, yeah. with, uh, with what we have Tiller doing, he's much more than a Google guy. <laughs> You know, cheers to yeah, Tiller. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers to Tiller. Cheers to you, Zach. Cheers Thanks. to you, Aaron. No, appreciate yeah. it. It's good to finally meet in person. I feel like it's been, uh, you know, between. That's a good beer. Yeah, it's. That's a really good beer. Yeah. Thank I like you, it. Cape May. Yeah. I mean, they reached out to me, um, I don't know, that last year, and they were like, what kind of beer do you like? I was like, I like, I drink Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, we, I don't know, we're going back and forth and the collaboration was great we, we were like let's make a like a light lager mm-hmm. that kind of matches with a um it's got like a little kick to it you know like yeah. a little hoppy too mm-hmm. so it's not just your boring lager but it's uh, I mean, people love it man yeah they've I'll, been doing really well with it i'm a fan i'm not a huge ipa guy um, i think it's like drinking bread yeah. for personally yeah um i know tiller likes a lot of ipas but I'm more of an APA guy. Yeah. A little lighter, a little more of a pale ale. That's kind of my jam. So when I tasted this, this is this is very good. Yeah. Yeah. They um I think this past year they made the top I think it's like 83 in the beer connoisseurs, which Damn. is really cool. Yeah. I That's mean, wicked cool. And it, it, this was just a seasonal beer. Nothing crazy. It was just a yeah. fun collab and now it's like oh, I mean, people are you'll see it in a little bit. People will come in people here to drink this beer. Drinking, yeah. yeah. The and and boat ramp champ. Yeah, Boat Ramp Champ. What a classic name. Who did the design? The One of their designers. Um, it's Yeah, it kills it. So it's kind of funny. If you look closely, like, mm-hmm. that's that's the owner, Ryan, of the brewery. Oh, no shit. <laughs> the other guy. Yep. And then that's my boat right in the backstyle with the- The Mako. Like, yeah, yep. With my sister and me on it with the flag. That is too damn funny. Yeah. And you got the seaplane. And uh, what does it say? At least you tried. Yeah, at least you tried. People filming on the thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's the number one thing. Question I get asked is like, how does the how does the truck end up in the water? Dude, I was about to ask you the same thing. Because yeah. I've been boating my whole life. I have yet to put a truck in the water. I, me same. I mean, I'm, I, me personally, I've never even seen it. I haven't either. Yeah. Like, but it happens it, on a daily basis, apparently. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so confusing. Like, a lot of people, what I've been told majority of it's insurance fraud which, really yeah like especially down in like south florida miami that makes sense but then at the same time there's some ramps that are just like you know super slippery and and, and not even slippery they just 
they're not smart. They don't put the parking brake on right. or they're drunk and they just, you know, yep. they're looking back and they don't realize yep. it's still in reverse. And dude, it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, I've been following qualified captain for, God, I don't know, I feel like four or five years now. Yeah. I mean, you started, what, 2016? 2016 um, was just a joke. We, uh, me, I worked at a marina full time and mm-hmm. um, I was a part time CETO captain, but right. I was managing a marina and, you know, we were kind of slow starting off, and then all of a sudden, COVID hit, and boom, boom everybody yeah. bought a boat, man. And yeah. it was like, okay, half of these people don't know what the hell they're doing. Nope. <laughs> and they're spending so much money and time so and money. effort, and I'm like trying to help them as much as you can. Yeah. And the response was just like, uh, I don't know. They they didn't want the help. They're like almost like, yeah. it's weird. Like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And I'm like, man, just let me let me chime in a little bit. Right. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how the qualified captain came. So <laughs> me and my buddies were sending each other videos and pictures from the office. I'm yeah. like in a group chat. And I was like, there's no Instagram page. Like, you know, like I was kook of the day. Yeah. Yeah. See yeah. All that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, we have all that, but there's nothing with boating. Right. So I was like, let's, let's make an Instagram page. And, and here we are. Yeah. And now you have 883,000. Yeah. We're about, I think we'll, I, I'm going to try to make a million by the end of the year. I oh, hope. I believe that's going to happen. I hope. I, yeah. And it's so crazy, man. We, like I said, we, it, we watched it go from, I, I never thought this would be a full-time job. I mean, mm. we started from 10,000 followers, all fun, you know, fun and games, still working at CETO, still working at the Marina. And right. just as of August, this last year, I just left my job. Yeah. And, and this, it, August will be a year. So. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. That's really wild. I mean, that's what, what does transition that is? Because I mean, I've grown up in the Marine industry. I've been in it for my entire life. You know, I, so I started when I was 10, washing boats for a company called Safe Sea, which is a CETO competitor mm-hmm. in Rhode Island. Um, and then eventually got my license and then went to work for CETO, yeah. just like you. Yeah. But, you know, boating, coastline, being on the ocean has always been a part of my life. And I got to imagine, because you're a waterman through and through. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've just always been on the water, surfing, fishing but then since i moved down to wilmington north carolina like got real into diving and spear fishing Mm -hmm. it's like my passion now man i I love being underwater i mean i think i was telling you about it earlier like a bad day of fishing or a bad day of spearing beats a bad day of fishing any day you're in the water just seeing so much life and and it beats a day in the office any day absolutely man (laughs) well now i can like kind of do it for fun you know we bring all of our gear out there and get some lifestyle shots yeah that's wild yeah. yeah it's kind of funny how you know because when you're working on a, on a boat, right, you're always working, always working, always working. And CETO, at least from my experience, is like six to seven days a week during the busy season. Dude, I, I, I grinded, man. I was working at the marina. This, in the summertime, we're eight to eight. You yeah. know, we, that's just the way it's got to be because yep. we have limited dock space. Those boats got to come out of the water. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, because you guys pull each boat so, when it comes over, right? Uh, yeah, I was driving a forklift and we were, some marinas do like this new app where like, you can basically say, hey, I want my boat in the water. Right. We, we tried it. It wasn't worth it because then nobody shows up. And there's right. this big 28-foot boat sitting in the water, no, you know, the room. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we just do on-demand. If you walk up, it's, it's going to go in the wall. We'll, we'll right. grab it and put it in the water. But, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, 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 it was such a long process of doing that and then going out at night and working for CETO. Mm-hmm. So I would literally work 8 to 8. Yeah. And then play the night shift with Cito, hoping <laughs> I don't get a call. That's roulette, my dude. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. I had one call. Um, 
it was it was late. It was like eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was like so bad. So uh-huh. <laughs> and then I had to get on the boat and drive or run the boat all the way north, which is from we're in Wilmington. We had to go all the way up to Jacksonville, which is right by Fort Bragg, like all the um sure uh, military bases and get up there, go to help this Carolina skiff and he uh I get there and he's I, I tow him back to the boat ramp. He's like, Yeah, I broke down, I don't know what's going on. Right. I didn't ask questions. I was like, All right, I'm already here. Yeah. We get like Couple hundred yards away from the boat ramp, and he turns his um his uh his uh what do you call it the um his uh trolling motor on. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, like you could have started making way. You're here. The boat ramp's right here. Right. You might have made it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, dude, it was. I didn't get back till two in the morning. It was brutal. Yeah. And he could have helped himself. Yeah. And then I had to work the next day. Of course. Of course. I I I had a similar call once where it was, you know, I. Mackerel Cove, right at the end of Narragansett Bay, then was Southern Point before you go like out to Block, Point Judith area. This family of boaters, the guy, everyone on the boat spoke English, except for the guy running the boat. So he was either fucking with me (laughs) or or he was too plastered. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know which one came first. We get him all the way to the boat ramp. And I'm like, before I got there, I'm like, all right, dude, kill cord, check. Like, is it in? Is it not? Yeah. Gas, like, where are you at? Was he hammered? He had to have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the whole you, you'd like to think so. Some of these people don't have a fucking clue. They have no clue. <laughs> they have no clue. Yeah. So we get all the way there, and all of a sudden, because I asked him, like, wait, I asked him several times, is your kill cord in? Kill cord in. Get to the entrance of the harbor. He puts the kill cord in. He goes, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. No, we're all set. I go, dude, you, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I just wanted to, like, throw the guy in. <laughs> well, speaking of kill cords, I mean, that's one thing. Now it's actually um, regulated. The Coast right. Guard, if it's under, I think the what's it? The FS, 26, 20, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And man, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, there's times where I've never worn it. Right. But there's this new system. And we, we help them out a lot. Um, we, we promote the shit out of it because it's, 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 an over, it's a fell marine. It's, mm-hmm. You can basically put a wristband on. It's mm-hmm. like a fob. Yeah. And I've, you know, moving boats around all the time, you know, when you get on the dock, that, that thing shuts the motor off. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And yeah, it's wicked cool. And you can get it for your dog, anything. Yeah, crew I've members. had some times where I'm running the boat and I'm like, yo, where's my dog? Like making mm-hmm. sure he, but then he's, you know, he's still there. But yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy to see where tech has come in just like a short, I feel like in the past 10 years, boating has really started to catch up to the automotive industry. Yeah. Whereas prior to that, you know, you're using like most two strokes were still around. Yeah. Nowadays, you don't see any of those. Yeah, and it's good, and the technology is great. It's it's something you gotta get used to. Like yeah. for at least for me and you, who've yeah. been on the water a whole time, used to those two strokes. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, some of these new motors that it's all electronic throttles, and it's like very, very touchy. Very touchy. Right. Yeah. You know. Very, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I've been doing like boater training recently, and um, just kind of on the side and. It's all electronic shift because the boats are all brand new. And, you know, at first I got on the boat and you kind of jump on like, oh, yeah, okay, get on the boat. And going from mechanical to electronic, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. This is. it. um, I had one incident where nothing crazy, but like I just didn't even realize the thing was just still in reverse. Right. The gap between reverse, neutral, and forward. Incredibly small. (laughs) Right. It pisses me off. Yeah. It's like half an inch. Yeah. And the thing is, the motors are so silent nowadays that sometimes you forget they're even on. And that's the number one thing. Like, you know, we see that too. And people all the time, man, it's just anything can happen so fast. Mm -hmm. You can hit the throttle and everything. It's so important for the captain to be aware. Aware. And everybody likes to drink on the water. I get it. But that captain needs to be sober. Uh, it's so important. I, and we Super work important. with um, Ride, Drive, Drive, Drive. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So 
and they promote just you know so just be sober behind the wheel right and um I, I keep on seeing these horror stories more you know people I'm sure like you guys mm-hmm. and, and, and Tiller over here, they probably, you guys don't really see that much on the news about, um, mm-hmm. about these incidents that happen. I get it sent to me every day. Yeah. Dude, I've got, a, my inbox list is a hundred messages endless. a day. Yeah, yeah. Endless. And, yeah. um, it's like, damn man, like I, I, you try to show these people and I think we are making a difference. I really do. I think so. I mean, it's, it's been really cool to see that you know, not only have you guys taken this platform, which is so powerful for a variety of different reasons that we're going to get into later on, but it, it started out as like America's Funniest Home Videos mm-hmm. is what I've kind of explained to the people that don't know, Yeah. Um, which is rare, by the way. Yeah. You guys have kind of become like a household term, yeah. not just a brand, <laughs> like a literal term. You're like the Kleenex of tissues, you know, <laughs> yeah. like people around the docks are like, oh, well, he's qualified, right? Or, oh, sorry, qualified, you know messed up the tie in the cleat or something stupid, right? Mm-hmm. Which is incredibly powerful. And it's honestly happened in a relatively short period of time. Very short period of time. Short enough where I'm, I'm still acclimating to it. Like, I, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, this, you made me think of this story where we got this little local surf spot. Um, you had the only way to get to it by boat. Mm-hmm. And um, we're there, and we all get up. We're stoked. The waves are going off. We, we run up and go surf. And my dad was with us, but it was dumping rain. He wanted to go, like, take some pictures and stuff, and, mm-hmm. but he was going to wait for the rain to stop. He's not familiar with the area at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy came up and anchored right next to us, and just his boat, I mean, they started off the boat, too, go surf. Yeah. Boat just beating the shit out of our boat. I'm like, my dad was just doing his thing, his part, moving it, and, yep, and yep. he doesn't know. He put it right on a sandbar. The tide fell. We came back, or high and dry. <laughs> <laughs> and, dude, the best part was, like, I had to, like, this one kid came up to me, and, uh, He's like, he's like, dude, you're going to end up unqualified captain. <laughs> oh, actually. <laughs> well, no, I was like, I was like, yeah, man, that guy's a real asshole. And, he, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they, uh, I had to call Cito. And, nah, um, one of your buddies? No, yeah. yeah. Captain Ryan was just like filming me the whole time oh, as I soon bet. as he pulled up. Yeah, yeah. I was so pissed off. But dude, it, it, it happens, man. That's the thing with the qualified captain. I try to explain to people, like, don't take it personally. Right. We will call you out if you're like doing something stupid, like like that balloon thing the other day with a lit. Oh, like, that was crazy. Yeah, I yeah. mean that, and like just some of this stuff's blatantly obvious. Like you're drunk, but you know shit happens. We've all been there. We've right. all run aground. Well, like bump bottom, whatever. Oh, yeah, it's 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 part of the learning process. But we're just trying to help people realize, like you know, just be safe. This is right. it's, it's it's when shit hits the fan, you're the only one out there, mm-hmm. and that's. It's another reason why we offer these trauma kits, man. That's right. we were talking about that earlier. Um, I personally carry one with me all the time. I know mm-hmm. the Coast Guard regulates you to carry, you know, something. But, yeah, something. But this is way more important. I mean, this has got stuff that'll literally save your life. Right. If you're fishing, you're offshore, and shit hits the fan. It's, yeah. It, we do a lot of diving, and like I was telling you earlier, my buddy friend, he just hit gash his head mm-hmm. and, and pretty bad, and they were able to stop the bleed really quick with this. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 really cool to see how you guys kind of taken, you know, like I said earlier, this platform and transition transition to a force for good. Mm-hmm. But as you guys kind of started this movement, right? We can call it. I mean, you gotta you gotta imagine that. In the beginning, it was you know, like you said, it was really just your you and your buddies kind of yeah. like throwing videos out there and being like, ah, oh, this is funny. You know, like, we should just share this. And at what point were you kind of thinking, hmm, this is something that I could work with, you know? And coming from someone that's been in the industry, I got to imagine you got a little bit of flack at the beginning. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
and this is why I'm like been holding back this podcast for so long. <laughs> I didn't want to be words out. Like, you know, yeah. uh, that's I'm, why I've been trying to follow up with you, man. <laughs> I know. Well, I've been, I've been meeting so many cool people in the mm. industry, like just, you know, especially on these trade shows and boat shows and I've gotten a great feedback. I was always, me personally, I was always so concerned. I'm like, am I that, am I that annoying asshole on Instagram? That right. Like, you know, and people come up to me with a lot of respect mm-hmm. and, um, that's why, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not so shy anymore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like I said, our goal I, it was around 2019 going into 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Right when COVID hit, I was like, let's take this brand and, and capitalize on it. Let's make something cool with it. Let's, let's show people like, Hey, we can learn from these mistakes. Yeah. You know, you can all see it, laugh, have a good time. But the most important thing is like, just, just, you know, don't be that guy. And people reach out to me all the time. Like, Hey, I don't want to be on your page. Like, right. Thank you. They, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I get that yeah. message all the time. Sure. And, uh, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we're making a difference. I don't know. And then another cool part is too, like our, um, clothing brand, we make these awesome hats and shirts mm-hmm. and people love wearing it, man. It's, 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 it's kind of cool to walk around a bar and see my shirt there or flag. Right. Right. Um, or people, you know, stick on the back of the truck. Yeah. Whatnot. Like I said, p- there's more respect for us than I thought there would be. Yeah. And I, uh, and I thank all of our followers and, um, and people that enjoy the, the content. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So did you, would you imagine yourself like looking back when you're growing up, you know, I got to imagine your, your folks probably had a pretty good impact on you being on the water. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And, and them and a couple of buddies of mine, um, my best friend, uh, my best friend, Dave, he, uh, him and his dad really, introduced me to like the water we when we were i don't know we were still in i think we were 18 we mm-hmm. built a beautiful new jersey garvey like just oh a, no way yeah dude okay it, it was an experience like his dad always said man i want to build a boat yeah and like he's built a few in the past mm-hmm. but he's like i want to build one with like my son and his best friend mm-hmm. you know so we were lifeguarding at the time but you know when we got back done work we were, we were in the garage building, building the boats boat. yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and his dad was just like you know just not even written it down. He's a mastermind. He's just yeah. sitting there looking at the thing like, okay, make good boys, make this cut now. Building it out of his head. Out of his head. Yeah, that's wild. It was so cool to watch. And I'll yeah. show you pictures later, but like, he's got this thing dialed in. And it was just, still to this day, people are looking at it like, that's a cool Garvey. I don't know yeah. if you're familiar with Jersey Garvey. I'm not, no. Yeah. Do explain though. Jer- they, they, it's like a skiff, but it's got a little bit of a... Um, well, he made a, he made a little bit of flare up on the bow, oh, which is really, really okay. beautiful. And they do these local races up there, these Garvey races, oh, and no they shit. put like okay. big jacked up motors on the thing. And like, like, what do they have for power? Oh, I don't know. I mean, well, we put an outboard on this, but some of okay. these guys have like big inboards. Like, oh no way! <laughs> yeah, they race the shit monsters. Out of them. Yeah, his cool. uh, his dad had a brother that was like he used to race them, but yeah. he, he never drove it. He was just apparently the crazy guy that had the balls to sit <laughs> shotgun and ride, but. <laughs> No, man, it's, um, it, like, it was so fun to build that boat. Yeah. Um, just watching it all be done and yep. learning a lot. And I've the, never built a boat. Right. And just having the process behind it. Dude, it was so sick. Like, I, I, and then now that we still ride it to this day, like, actually, uh, when I, I'm, I'm in Cape, we're in Cape May now, but mm. I plan on going to LBI, um, like, this, probably Monday, Tuesday, and we're going to take it for a run. He called oh, me. Really? He called me. He's like, hey, man, I've got some, like, just some wiring issues, and I got new, need a new ballet. He's like, come on, get to work. <laughs> So that's the problem, right? When you become like the boat guy, all of a sudden you're the boat guy. It's like the, it's like a guy with a pickup truck. Yeah. Yeah. Like when everyone wants to go move or go for a ride, like you're the guy, you're the guy. And also, uh, you know, now it's really, really funny, especially in Wilmington where I live. 
every my boat stands out. It's, yeah. it's like a Mako with a cuddy cabin. I'm sure. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I love those boats. Yeah, so it's um, people just it stands out. Right. And everybody knows it's me. Yeah. They're like the qualified. Oh yeah. When I pull up to like our local, there's like a local dock with a bar there, and I sure. pull up there like eyes on this guy like you know he better not screw <laughs> up. better not screw this one up <laughs> to come in the dock it's funny as hell so yeah that um yeah i i, I can't i can't talk about building a boat though that's 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 the coolest thing i've ever done yeah yeah i've been fortunate to i built a boat with my dad when i was i think 10 or 12 um and that'll always stick with me and then i had the fortunate um i was fortunate enough to build a boat with a guy named lou suzad who actually has a YouTube channel called Tips from a Shipwright. Mm -hmm. And the dude, like, you know, one of the guys that can just build something out of his head. Yeah. Like, incredible. I, I didn't build the whole thing, but I did get to build most of it. Um, That's sick. And he's, like, one of those dudes that'll just, like, unfortunately, when he passes away, like, all that knowledge is just doesn't exist anymore. It's, it's as we get into the future here, mm. I see that all the time, like, that that's 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 gone. That generation's gone. I mean, yeah. it's so cool to watch him. He he's so funny. He'd be like, ah, just a couple of glasses of bourbon sitting out there, and I just <laughs> you know, and it turned out to be incredible. People yeah. still have eyes on it to this day. They're yeah. like, like who built that? Yeah. Like, can we make a mold and and build right. more? And I was just like, we we considered it. We were like, man, do we just take this on and make a shitload of them? Right. But uh, right. But that's almost kind of like you'd almost do that like a. It would be an injustice. Yeah. You know, because, like, one of those boats is so special. So special, man. You know? And I try to, like, we're talking now, and I try to explain, like, the whole building process, but nobody will ever get it. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where, like, me, a best friend Dave, and his dad, we just, we, dude, it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. We did it in this garage. We, and we were kind of on a deadline, too. Like, we wanted to get it done. Not a rush, but. Done we did for have the it, summer, right? Yeah, we wanted, we wanted to get it done, you know? Yeah. And we, we were hustling, man. Love like it. we 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 would work all day and then go in the garage and stay up to like two in the morning and just build them both. No shit. Yeah, I love that. Was, I love that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So I mean, as you've kind of grown into like, you went to go work in the marine industry. Was that by choice or was that something that you just kind of like? So fell into. That's a good question. Um, I I graduated high school. I didn't know what I was gonna do. Yeah. You know, and then a buddy of mine, um, his name's Riley. He was living down in Wilmington, North Carolina, for a while, and he's sure. just like, he mentioned to this me this community college. has got this great program. It's um, yeah. Cape Fear Community College has got a marine technology program. They okay. got a 135 foot research vessel. That they, wow. Yeah, dude. I mean, for a community college, it was pretty impressive. That's wicked impressive. They take their students out, and anybody that's listening right now, I if you're into the marine industry, I highly recommend it. It yeah. was the best decision of my life. I got my hours. I on a, on a you know. Yeah, your big, sea time. Yeah, whatnot. yeah. So you, I'm assuming you got your hundred ton. Yeah, yep. no, I got my fifty ton. 50 ton I'm working okay. on the hundred ton. That's a whole other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now yeah. that I'm doing this, I'm right. Like, you know, right. I'm kind of losing my sea time now. Yeah. But um, no, those guys at Cape Fear were. It was the best decision of my life. I got. Every semester, they take their students out on a trip. We went to, um, we did like an overnight trips, just a couple, like a hundred miles out. Sure. Then we did one to Baltimore, um, Charleston, and then our senior trip was to the Bahamas oh, as, no as a way. community college. Like that's badass. Yeah, man, it was sick, and we learned so much. Like all of my friends that went to that program, like they, we got jobs. Yeah. Um, the one K, my best friend, he's he's a hydrographic surveyor, and he's mm -hmm. and he's killing it. He, I mean, he's traveling a lot, but he's he's. Dude, the, the work they do is pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's not easy. And um, I, I don't know. I, I don't have any, I can't say I hate like a, like a normal college, but 
all my friends that went, all my friends that went to community college and did this program are working and very successful and are homeowners. Yeah. Versus the opposite. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, you know, it's it's that kind of that thing that's now been going around as like vocational school is 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 not as looked as highly upon. Right. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of micro. I know. I don't know if you know micro. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I, we, that's. I love micro. Yeah. Micro is like my guy yeah i love him he's actually part of the reason why i started this podcast um as well as like a few other shows that kind of just wanted to tell the story behind people like yourself people that work on the water that work in and around just the coastline right and the working waterfront so you know as someone who's been working on the waterfront my whole life like it's like man how can we relate to those people and how can we tell these stories because all of a sudden you go from being a captain to some guy that's working in the boat yard to now you're actually building a brand and taking all the knowledge mm-hmm. to actually help people to become better boaters and better people. Yeah. And that, that's, that's our goal. Like initially when I was first messing with this, I thought it was a joke. I was like, ah, who cares? It's just going right. to, nothing's going to happen with this. Yeah. Now that I'm getting feedback that we're actually an impact, mm-hmm. that's from like, okay, guys, let's all gather together. What can we do? You right. know? And we, we do a lot with that. We, yeah. you know, it's, it's fun. It's, I meet, dude, I meet some really cool people. I bet. Who's been like, what, what, like, give me an example. Who's been someone that you've met that have been, that's been kind of impactful. Honestly, my family. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I work with them every day. It's, yeah. it's, it's become a family business now. Um, my sister, my mom, they're full time with us. And that's wild. Yeah. It's, I mean, but on the, on the other side, um, I, I don't know. I just some, my close friends. Yeah, but close friends are just like they give me the because they're not scared to give me the feedback. They're like, dude, do this, don't do that, you yeah, know, yeah, or, yeah. or vice versa. So yeah. that's yeah, I I, like, I don't know. I have some of my good friends that are just like, dude, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> or, and it's it's all good though, oh. man. We all it's like I said, it's just people take things too personally sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, and I'm very cautious. And this is another thing I wanted to mention. Um. When I get some videos, I always ask people, like, what's the situation? What's the story? Right. You know, like, was it mechanical? Was it this? Well, you know, right. I want to know the details because I, I, a lot of these Instagram pages that are trying to copy us, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, right. they're, they're just posting video because they want the content or whatever. Yeah. And, and they reach out to me, like, want to collab on a page. I'm like, dude, I've done nothing. It's different. Yeah. This like, is different. Like, I study this stuff. I, I right. talk to the people. Hell, I even pick up the phone. Um. Remember that? I don't know if you remember. We did a story. Um, it was incredible. It was actually in my hometown. Mm. This um, this guy was fishing, and he, dude, it was. Oh, he fell off. Fell right? off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He okay. went to take a piss. Yep. And he's he even he was honest with me. I I picked up. I talked to this guy on the phone. And yeah. He was. It was so cool because he was so humble and and told me the story. Yep. He went and took a piss, and fell off. Yeah. While the boat was still running, like like mm-hmm. I don't know, eight or nine knots, and he was trolling, and and. In, fell over and dude he's gone i mean he's the only one on the boat yeah and it's going 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 and i think it was like it went on for like an hour well wow. he yeah he was swimming for an hour just trying Jesus. to that's a lot of work you don't that's re- a long swim yeah and um or not even a swim just staying afloat yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're burning a lot right and um the this father and son found like saw this boat coming right out and they were mm-hmm. bottom fishing and they saw this boat come right i'm like what the hell and it just missed them. So they, yeah. and they realized they looked at it and there was nobody on board. So they went and followed it. Damn. And the um, father was driving the boat. The son actually was able to leap onto the boat. And um, pretty incredible story. They got on, called, reported to the Coast Guard, got all that. And they, yeah. um, 
they looked and got the the you know the registration they got all the numbers and details of who it was and they were looking at the Garmin unit. And they just and that me by the way, Garmin. I'm a big fan of Garmin. Uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, it just it's simple, easy. Anyways, long yep. story short, they shout um, out to Garmin. Yeah, shout out to Garmin. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm I I have worked with Simrad. I've worked with Garmin, but I like Garmin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they traced back the um the marks on the on their GPS because he mm-hmm. had it marked and dude found the guy and saved his life really that's not i mean who knows how long he could have been sitting there yeah they got him on the boat and um yeah pretty crazy story i yeah. uh got to talk to the father and son for a while we, we talked on the phone for like at least an hour just wow we still connect the guy's yeah, been yeah, begging yeah. me want to play, play golf that's awesome <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's connections like that that you'd never know and at the same time a story that you know i feel like a lot of things that happen on the water go completely untold mm-hmm. you know and it's like you know, we were talking on the phone yesterday, and the guys that are doing the Tobo work are the first responders. Yeah. You know, a lot of the times, you know, shout out to the Coast Guard for doing what they do, but a lot of times they're not able to get there as fast. Yeah. We're out patrolling every day. Yeah, that's yeah, we. Yeah, I and you, you personally working for you know what I'm talking about. One hundred percent. I mean, there's some times where, yeah, uh, we're the first ones on the scene. We're out there. If I get right. a call on the radio and I hear something's going on, I'm gonna go hop on that. You right. know, and. It, I mean, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not a, you know, I, I could do what I can to help, but I'm not, you know, I'm not, paramedic. yeah, I'm not a paramedic. <laughs> yeah. But I know I, how to do CPR. Same here. Yeah. And, but it's, sometimes it's like, I mean, I know you have, I've seen shit I didn't want to see. Yeah. Um, and that's just all part of the game, man. I mean, every Mariner should help out one another regardless. Mm-hmm. Like if you're out there and that's what I get a lot of kickback sometimes. Like people ask, like, like the boat's high and dry. Like you should pull them off the sandbar. That's not necessarily the case. Like. Maritime law is very weird. You know, right. if you go and assist a vessel like that and, and something goes wrong mm-hmm. and you, something either happens to you or them, you're mm-hmm. liable. You're the captain. You're the one pull, trying to pull yep. them off. Guess who's liable? That guy on the boat. Right. That's why I always tell people, like, it only costs you, what, 180 bucks for a CTO member? It's a no-brainer. It is a no-brainer. If you don't have it, you're an idiot. That's yeah. my opinion. And honestly, I mean, you could either pay 180 bucks or yeah. thousands of dollars to go do something that is, you know, likely probably caused by your own fault or, or some, you know, shit luck. But at the end of the day, like there's things to do that you can prevent these things mm-hmm. and having a membership as an, as an insurance policy a is a no brainer. Yeah. And uh, dude, I, I can go on and on about these stories with people trying to assist and it's great. But if, if something happens and if somebody's under immediate distress, like mm-hmm. immediate distress, that's when you go in and chip in like, right. uh, but and I get it. Like, if something's going on, uh, yeah, you can try to help as much as you can. But if somebody's aground, don't try and pull that thing off the no, boat. Not worth it. There's a horror story. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about it. It's, it's, it makes me cringe. This guy, this kid, he was probably a little younger than us. Mm-hmm. He went to go try to help his buddy pull him off at, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Cleet ripped off and hit him in the chest and killed him. Yeah. You know? Absolutely insane. Yeah. And, and it got real weird. It went to court. And now I don't even want to get too much into it, but. That guy that was trying to pull him, he was the one that was, he was liable. He was at fault. I mean, right. he used to run, he used to run with the operating vessel trying to help them get off the water right. or off the sandbar. Yeah. It's best really just to leave it to the professionals Absolutely. and people that have the knowledge, the equipment, the, and the tools to do so. Like it's not, it's not worth getting yourself into something that you just don't have any business being in. Absolutely. You know? So, um, you know, I, I think your, your platform again, so powerful and you mentioned earlier some of these guys that you're working with and people that you've met but working with you know agencies like the coast guard 
and the police departments and the fire departments and really actually kind of coming together and developing products like this and, yeah. and working with guys like from the North American Rescue and collaborating with Cape May Brewing, like you've really been able to kind of come onto the scene and build this really neat community yeah. around boating. Yeah. And that was kind of our goal. I mean, if, and, and meeting up with you, I mean, that's what you do. I was like, this, this fits perfectly. I'm not going to yeah. do a podcast with somebody that doesn't have nothing to do with like this industry. Oh, love it. Yeah. Let's yeah, go. yeah dude, like, let's go. I mean, I know I've been holding you back for a little <laughs> while, but everything comes in good it, time. It, yeah, it does. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool, man. We got a good relationship with a lot of people, not yeah. just not just on the East Coast. I mean, that's where we're from, but it's becoming all over the world. I mean, I go down to Puerto Rico a lot, and I see yeah. people down there that are like, oh, let's go fishing, like yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, North American Rescue, for example, they've been great. Um, we always talk about it. It's just never heard of. Like people, yeah. people are literally learning like this can happen. Like the bow riding stuff. Dude, uh, that is insane. To me. I, yeah, it is crazy. Out of everything that I see on Qualify Captain. I look at the bow riding and I just go, what is that? You know, because usually it's young, young kids. Yeah. Because young kids, they want to get on the bow. They think it's fun. And like. Well, and mom the, and dad's sitting there like, hey, here you go. So, right. And it's just that it, it creates this cycle of just bad habit. And man, it, it should be, it is illegal in some states, but it should be like, the, it should be federally legal. Right. Um, I, 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 like I said, I hear the stories all the time. There's a. Poor girl that died last year in the Outer Banks. She, yeah. um, her father bumped bottom just for a, just a slight this bit when she was on the bow. Right, flipped off, and then he got back up on plane. Crazy. Yeah, it's sad, and, and it's all unnecessary. Like it really doesn't have to happen. Um, so, other than you think the platform itself, what other ways do you think people can actually become better boaters? Like aside from taking a course, you know, because I think. That's kind of the easy answer, but it doesn't really eventually solve the problem. Because you can go show up for a driving course. Absolutely. But people suck at driving. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, just what we offer, too, which is pretty cool. I, I was telling you about it earlier mm -hmm. as you're a captain. Um, a good buddy of mine, Chris, who uh, does this, uh, all of our boating safety courses online, which is great. But he wanted to make a difference. He's like, man, this is good and all. Mm -hmm. You know, th this is for the people that don't, aren't required to take a boating safety course. You right. know, if you're over, like, a certain age, you don't need shit. Like, you just go on turnkey go mm -hmm. but um no chris offered he he took him a while he built a database online where you know me or you can type in a zip code and find a list of local captains that are willing to help you yeah and that's the most important thing for me i was you know you, you need to go run a boat <laughs> you know you, you can't just turnkey and go you have you gotta no be idea. on the water yeah like it took me a couple days i got my girlfriend already knows like what she's doing you know right it's it doesn't take long. And another thing I try to tell people when I work at the Marine, I'm like, mm -hmm. take that like Monday or Tuesday evening and, and go give it a try when yeah, nobody's out there. 100%. Don't wait till 4th of July. No, marble time. <laughs> you know? Bad idea. And then we saw that all the time at the Marine. And I tried to show people like, dude, this is, just take this opportunity. I'll help you. Right. But right. No, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this $200,000 boat. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's the nutty thing is like, you know, when someone says like, all right, what kind of boat should I get? I'm the kind of guy that I grew up on older boats. Yeah. And then, but what we do, what we would do is we'd repower them with new motors, yep. right? Because that's really what the issue is going to. Well, first is. of all, nobody builds boats like they used to. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I grew up on a 1992 V20 step lift. I don't okay. know if you know the boat. Um, uh, but but Wellcraft. Okay. It's okay. A yeah. Yeah. Wellcraft. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or in a Boston Whaler Montauk. Okay. Um, which that has a funny story. I'll have to tell you later all on right. that one. Um, but like. Being able to grow on those, grow up on those types of boats, and transition into learning how to drive big boats, yeah, 
it's like you learn on something that isn't 200 grand or 300 grand, these crazy astronomical number, numbers, mm-hmm. and you kind of start small and you work your way up. Yeah. I feel like people are getting into this industry and into this, this sport, and they're buying a $500,000 boat. You're like, man, that's a house on the water, yeah. dude. And that, and I know they would have called me or my buddy Cam and be like, yo, let's, can, we, can you guys run the boat for us? We right. don't know what we're doing. I'd be like, yeah, cool money. Yeah. And and as you get more experienced, I'm st- you know, the bigger the boat, the easier to drive. It, 100%. <laughs> you know, like yeah. e- easier to dock at least. Sometimes, you know how it is. But yeah, uh, yeah that we call them the COVID boaters. It's just, <laughs> uh, and just wait. I don't know if anybody's you know, waiting to buy a boat, hold tight for a little bit. I think if people are going to start getting really good deals on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I don't know though. It might, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I've heard, you know, rumors that this is like a 10 year trajectory of like outdoor recreation yeah. because you know, who knows winter comes around and maybe things, you know, shut down again or not. And I don't, no one really knows anymore. Um, but the outdoors are something that you can't get away from. Yeah. You and can't not have people in the And outdoors. that's, I just bought a boat slip, my first slip. Like I was always renting, but I've just fought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. We just bought a 36 foot slip. So nice. Yeah. What'd you get? I, I don't have a boat yet. Oh, you don't have a boat. Oh, I got my, well, you the Mako, I got my right? 22, 23 Mako in yeah, there, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I bought it just because we're going to grow into it. Well, yeah. Well, we're, where we were <laughs> at, they're not, they're not, um, building any more marinas by us. Right. They, I mean, they're, uh, they can't legally. Right. Um, so, I just, I don't know. I saw it as a good investment. If I'm not using it, you can rent it for a stupid amount right now. Right. Oh, so you actually bought the slip. Yeah, I bought the slip. Oh, interesting. Okay. So a lot of, um, it's part of a, like a, a yacht club almost. Right. Um, we're, I'm technically not even, it's not even a deed. It's like a certificate or membership. So sure. I'm a member now and okay. I own the slip, but you can rent it. And, and it's uh, something I love to do, man. I was yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what? I, I'm not going to go deal with the boat ramp. No. I've been working at the boat ramp for years. Yes. I'm not doing that anymore. Yes. And I mean, you can't lucky enough you even find a slip yeah. or not a slip, a parking spot at the boat right. ramp. Right. And, and the, the, um, the boat slip I bought, there's like a four or five year wait list it's on that. Nuts. Yeah. To, to get a mooring in Wickford Harbor, it's like, you know, same, same thing. It's crazy wait list. Yeah. Like someone has to die in order for you to get on the list. Well, and that's why we snagged it. I mean, we were renting it, and the owner, I was about to sign the next year's lease in August, and yeah. he was like, he's like, man, I want to sell it. And he gave me the first offer. And I, if I didn't take that offer, it would have been gone tomorrow, the next yeah. day. So yeah. we were, Are you going to deck it out with, like, qualified cap and flags <laughs> and I, all this? No, I don't. I'm just going to – we might wrap a boat one day. But okay. for now, honestly, I might rent it for a little while to help me pay it off. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What kind of boat are we going to fill it with? Oh, man, I've been trying. I've been working a bunch of boats. I've been – I – uh I want a big center console. Okay. Like, we, what were you thinking? Freeman? T- t- no, nah, not that. T- like, Yellowfin was in the okay. option, or Freeman, right. or not, yeah, um, uh, uh, Sea Hunter, or Front Runner. Front Runner makes a badass boat. Front Runner makes a very cool boat. Yeah, dude. I, I've been talking to those guys a lot. They're cool. Some of the guys that are, um, they, they're from up here that work for them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And those guys will be able to get you a deal, huh? I'm, Come we're, on. we're working Come on, on it. Front Runner. <laughs> I know. Get, we, get Aaron a boat. Suzuki's all on board. They want to um, mm. work with us, so I'm stoked with that. But. I've been really, so I was always a Yamaha guy. Yeah. And Suzuki has been really impressive. They, like, yeah. They do this new, um, I don't know how much of a difference it is, but I think it's a difference it makes, but I think it's cool. They do a microplastic filter now. I just saw that the yeah. other day. Yeah. Um, and working now in the apparel industry, mm-hmm. this is something crazy that I never knew of. There's so much microplastic that oh, comes the, off of this. It's insane. And people are worried about straws and all this shit. Yeah. It's, it's coming it's from com- the shirts. It's and, coming in your clothes. Yeah, dude. And, yeah. and it's insane. Microplastic is like, 
the worst thing. 100%. Like, yeah. Straws, yes, we know we have a pollution problem. Right. But uh, it's a whole. Well, I think I can talk about that for a whole other. Yeah. Well, I think people got worked up on straws because they saw the turtle. Yeah. Remember that video that went viral? But in reality, like, uh, that was horrible, right? Love sea turtles or honus if you're, if you're from Hawaii. Um, but if you go into your lint drawer out of your dryer and you pull that out, it's all plastic. Yeah. And all of that is in your washer before it goes into the dryer. So yep. just imagine all that water is going out of the drain. Yeah, man. It's uh, And well, think of it as in like the factories that are making your shirts. Ah, uh, even worse. You, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that are, most of them are coming from China or something, right. Pakistan, whatever. But yeah, that's being filtered right crazy (laughs) absolutely nuts but you guys have been really doing a great job about not only implementing a lot of great boater safety knowledge and whatnot but you've then spun this off into a a completely separate business almost which is apparel yeah you know and and through that you guys do practice like sustainability and, Mm -hmm. and preaching those things and like the balloon stuff that you guys do and so talk to me about that like all of a sudden you have this platform Mm -hmm. and you're like man boating boater safety no brainer Teach people how to lo- you know, love the ocean has kind of always been my theme, but it sounds like it's pretty similar to your theme as well. But then you have like, all right, well, let's build this into like a business yeah. and, and, com- and compete with other brands. We, we just want to be that brand that like everybody wants to wear. I want, I want to see everybody you know, in the industry be proud to wear that shirt. Right. You know, like, I mean, not embarrassed, like stoked, like, hell yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a qualified captain. I'm, I'm, yeah. I know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm legit. Um, you Such know, a good name, by the way. Yeah, it was it was funny. We were just sitting there, just trying to think of a name. Boom, that popped up. Qualified. And my sister's the graphic designer. She's the one. Well, this is a different shirt, but she yeah. made the real logo on yeah. everything. Right, the one on your hat. Yeah, yeah, and that stands out. Like, no, yeah. you know. Oh, it's easy. You can't yeah. miss it. Right. Um, I love how it's the shipwreck symbol, like on a on a yeah, chart. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't even know idea what that is. Yeah. If you know, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> You're qualified. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, but back to like the pollution side and all that. Yeah. Anything that we can like contribute to i i'm always sharing on ours like cabins yeah. for clean water down in florida like yep, they just actually um vetoed that bill down there with i saw that yeah so yep. that was pretty cool um yeah, anything i can do to help yeah. you know even if i'm from there and not locally whatever yeah we'll, we'll contribute yeah so why do you think that's so important i mean obviously from an environmental standpoint but to keep using utilizing your platform for not only to build your own brand but to really build some good into this community it's just the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's whether it helps a brand or not. I mean, some people have their own opinions. My opinion, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like if you, if you like it, that's cool. If not, I'm going to still say what I want to say. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I, people, so far, we got a lot of respect from it. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I've noticed with qualified is, and I feel like you've just, again, you've kind of become that term like qualified, right? Qualified. Hashtag qualified. Hashtag qualified. <laughs> uh, qualified captain. Um, is you are respected and it's not, you go on your page and you got so much interaction. You got so many people actually responding to this stuff and sharing this stuff. Like you see some other pages out there that, you know, they post something and it's just like a bunch of fake people or bots or whatnot, but you guys are actually become like, it's like almost like a culture. And that's why I think we, we have the many followers, right? I, we just been stay true to ourselves, organic. I run the page like a hundred percent. Right. I, I mean, I get up at like five thirty six in the morning for yep. that first hour between, like, you know, two hours until eight o'clock. I'm going through my phone, dude. And yeah, like, scrolling. It sucks, but yeah. it's part. It's what keeps the fire going. Part of the part you know? of the gig. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. It's just, it, and I and I don't. There's so many people that reach out. 
hey, post for post or, or tag me in this and, and we'll do like a shout out. And I'm like, dude, I could care less. Like, yeah, you know, uh, not interested. No, unless it unless it's authentic with the brand, which I think is, you know, there's this guy, Michael Sims from Hook and Gaff Watches. I don't know if you've heard of him before. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always talks about building a brand that lasts. Yeah. And that's something that stuck with me. Like I've interviewed a lot of people and building a brand that lasts from Michael Sims has always stuck with me because that's, that's truly being authentic to yourself. Yeah. So trying to stay authentic, like what does that mean for a qualified captain? It's just, it's not to sell out almost like I, I, I want to just keep this rolling the way it's been going. Yeah. The, the pieces will build together. You yeah. know, it, 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 good things happen to good people that work, you know, work hard. Yep. That's how I've always been taught. And, mm-hmm. and just let the puzzle just build itself. You yeah. know, don't go out of your way to do something crazy. Just work hard and let it, let it happen. And it'll, it'll, it'll happen. It'll happen. It, um, it'll happen quicker than you think. Yeah. You know, the guy <laughs> built the boat. He's like, it's just the game. Just let the, let it, let it just do its thing. Just Love keep that. doing what you're doing. Yeah. It, like, don't go, like, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Right. You know, don't go out of your way to try to be something special. Yeah. You know, uh, he talked talk to him the other day on the phone. He's just like, he's just, it'll fall together, man. Right. It's like, uh, what's that? The Field of Dreams movie? Yeah, Build it yeah. and they will come. You know? <laughs> yep, yeah. Yep. Um, nah, it's super cool. I mean, it's something that I think a lot of people take for granted. You know, is just being you, being authentic, and being genuine in your craft. And eventually, this thing is going to start to formulate. But I got to imagine coming from someone that was working as a captain in the boatyard. And all of a sudden, you're like, man, we're, you, look at, you look around, you're like, shit, I'm at, I'm at ICAST. I'm at this event. I'm working surf with Expo. That's surf a- Expo. I'm working with Jetty now. Like, where the hell did this come from? Well, and that's the cool part about the qualified captain. We're not just in the, in the saltwater maritime industry. We, right. get, we cover, like, we got the wakeboarders out in the, in the lakes. We got, um, uh, you know, the freshwater bass industry, which is yeah. huge. They all big fans. It's, it's Those cool. Those guys are nuts, man. Dude, it's a multi- multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah, yeah. They're on ESPN. They're huge. It's, it yeah. towers over the salt industry. It, it really, so it really does. I mean, the, my full-time job, like, I was blown away because I've always been a salt guy and all of a sudden I started branching into like the freshwater stuff just via, you know, for work. It's like, man, these guys spend a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's a whole, social media is crazy. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely nuts. So as this kind of thing kind of starts to evolve and grow and, you know, I mean, working with brands like Jetty, you know, like, what has that been like? Well, the same thing with Cape May Brewery. Like, right. it, I grew up in the southeast of yep. Jersey. Let's, let's hook up with the guys that, you know, my, uh, my backbone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was fun. It was cool. Like, yeah. let's help a local, local company out. Like, anybody else would do the same for me. Right. So, and, uh. It's, it's all fun, you know. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in, like. I mean, yeah, we want to grow, obviously, mm-hmm. but I like to have a good time and 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 do it that way. And that's what we'll, if you act, you know, if you not act, but like if you if you be like that, it will happen itself. Yeah, kind of like following your north star. Absolutely. Just keep, keep, keep plugging it, away. Keep it going. Yeah. Find that waypoint and just keep trucking yeah. through all the waves. Just want to take a quick moment here to thank Cape May Brewery for having us down and allowing us to commandeer your tasting room during business hours, mind you, and record an incredible podcast with some additional content that you will see very, very shortly. Thank you guys for all that you did that day. Really, really helpful. And if you're in the area, if you're in Cape May, New Jersey, I would highly, highly suggest stopping by 
and grabbing yourself a nice cold boat ramp champ. So with that, onto the show. I, you know, it's funny. Before we started this, I was like, I, I, I made sure I went to the bathroom twice. But we're sitting here pounding beers. <laughs> and by beer. the way, cheers, dude. I, cheers again. I, I can't thank along the keel and Zach enough. Like, you just literally got up this morning and drove to Rhode Island from Rhode Island to here. 4 a.m. It was awesome. a fun drive. I actually wasn't bad. Well, we we probably took a wrong turn at some point uh-huh. because I texted you two hours and that was at like nine thirty, and then. No, we're not getting into that, Tyler. <laughs> I was Tiller. 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 <laughs> Tiller is um for those that are listening, we'll leave this part in. We'll kinda we'll go back a little bit. Tiller is our executive producer here at Along the Keel. I'm just now the, the face behind things. Awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. That's that's it's been right? Yeah, dude. I mean it's a lot of work. It I, is. I uh I I keep getting bugged by some of our guys that, you know, our sales reps and like, we need more lifestyle, more content. I'm like, I'm not a photographer. I, I mean, I'm not right? a, dude, I got to give these guys so much credit because it's, it is, it's tough. You know? It is. I, and I'll tell you how, so Tiller and I actually coming up on our one year anniversary. <laughs> High five. Love you. Um, the Waterman Eco Challenge is this a Waterman event that is in Narragansett Beach, on Narragansett Beach. And it overlooks the towers, and we got approached by Brian Guadagno, who owns Raw Element Sunscreen. Okay. And basically, they throw this event with paddleboarding, swimming. It's like a beach safety day. And they do this, like, swim race, right? All ages. We had this one girl who was, like, maybe 10 or 12 come down, do the race all by herself, like, was a total beast. It's awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was sick. And <clears throat> this is all in the ocean, mind you, right? Tiller. I met at a bonfire the weekend before, which I, we had known each other throughout college a little bit, um, but I really started telling him about this event. And he goes, man, would it be cool if I come down and take some pictures? I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> yeah, come absolutely. on down. And he's like, and he texts me the next morning, like uh, the week before, he goes, hey, can I rent like a camera lens? And I'm like, how much is it? He's like, ah, it's like a hundred bucks. I'm like, sure, that's, yeah, go for it. Like, yeah. I'll pay you back, whatever. And then now we're here drinking beers with, with the qualified killing captain. it, man. Yeah. No, so. I mean, I, I, I'm just another guy. I'm, you know, I'm just another guy running a social media page. I love that. Yeah. I love how humble you are. You know, you kind of, you, you, we were like, we were walking out here and you're like, ah, oh, 4 a.m. Like, ah, oh, it's just like another fishing trip. Well, you, you know? know, it's funny. I just had to take a piss really bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm that guy that's like when you're running 60 miles off and like, <laughs> up, oh, stop the boat. I yeah, <laughs> got yeah, a piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, dude. dude, like you just went like a half hour. Dude, ago. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm pounding water all day. Yeah. You know, I have like a gallon jug. And then by the, I think I bought it last season when I was my last season with Cito. And by the end of the year, it's got so many dings and dents in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I was like every 30 minutes just uh, over the side. Uh, hey, I mean, you got to go. You got to go. I I was holding it for so long. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I, I'm, I feel so much better now just chilling. As long as you're cool with it being in the podcast. Oh, I don't. Whatever. It is what it is. Love it. Love it. Just let it roll, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, man. That's yeah. that's how we are. That's how the qualified cap is, is let it roll. I mean, you let know. It roll, you, let it flow. You, yeah, you got to be sometimes cautious of what you share on Instagram. But other than that, like, like I said, uh, the pieces will fall together. Sure. Yeah. Um, what does that look like? Like, what is your process? So you go, someone sends you a video, mm-hmm. and then you're like, ah, oh, that's cool, or ah, oh, that's not cool. Most of the stuff, it's actually kind of funny. I'm glad you said that because a lot of the stuff is like people sending me a video that they think is like qualified, 
And it's like not at all. I mean, I'm like the guy's doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Like you, you're the one you're who has no idea. Idiot, yeah. Actually. <laughs> and it's and it's funny. Like I catch that a lot, but I just you just delete it. You know, whatever. Yeah. But it, going through that process to find that gem that's in there, yeah. and that's a lot. That's part of the work. It's just like okay, it's like mining. Yeah, dude. It yeah. it is. It's uh, and it's tedious. And when you find that one, um, and you're the only one that posted it, and it's it it is. It, I'm learning a lot more now. Like I literally actually have to go through and say, hey. Find the owner. Are you the owner? If you're the owner of this video, do I have permission to share this? Boom. So, you sure. Know, fill out all this thing. <laughs> Lisa Mar, lawyer, was telling <laughs> us to do that. Because, <laughs> I mean, Instagram will come after you, you know? Yeah, yeah. The law people. Yeah. People but that's another thing, too. I want to build this brand. Like I said, it's more than just Instagram. Right. You know, I want to be, uh, I hate saying this, but like salt light, but I want to compare ourselves to like bigger than that. I want to tower over them. I want to be like, sure. for a better reason. I want to be the guys that they make you proud to wear it, you know? Right. And well, what does that look like? I mean, coming from a guy that, you know, grew up fishing here in New Jersey as a boat captain in the boat yards, like you come from this place of, you know, kind of like a humble beginning. Like you've been in the industry. You've like, I'm sure you've seen how many boat bottoms you've been saying. A lot. A I mean, lot. Yeah. You know how miserable that is? It sucks. And uh, <laughs> not only that, I mean, yeah, that and just, the main, I mean, anybody that knows that maintaining a boat is so important. There's a lot of love that goes yeah, in Yeah, I mean, I, the way I think of it is if I don't do all this work, well, A, I'm not going to get paid, and B, I'm not going to be able to enjoy my summer, you know, right. and, like, go on the <laughs> boat. I mean, yeah. you got to take care of your shit or else, it, you know. Right. Um, I've got this 150 Saltwater series that's been, like, knock on wood, running great for yeah, the yeah, past, yeah. like, seven years, and yeah. it's got so many hours. My one mechanic I took it to, he's like, dude, I can't believe how many hours you have on this thing. I'm like, yeah. it's the best motor Yamaha ever made. Dude, the Saltwater Series, so <laughs> funny story about a Saltwater Series. It was it was a, it was a double whammy yeah. in the Rollins household, and I think I was, I don't know, 16 or something. The V20, mm-hmm. out for a boat ride, and my brother had just bought this jet ski on Craigslist. And Noah, who is very mechanically inclined, uh, just got back from welding school in Missouri. So mm-hmm. props to him. Shout out to Noah. Um, goes and he fixes his jet ski up. Well, for some reason, when he launches it, the, the water intake um, hose pops off. That right? sucks. So kind of shitty. Starts to sink. So he calls me up, right? I go out to go get him. And as I'm towing him in... <laughs> One of the cylinders blows a quarter size hole. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> we're like, uh, yeah, um, we got a problem over here. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, you, it, when they say break out another thousand, that's what's the name of a boat. B O A T, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's dude. it. Yeah. I, um, uh, yeah. I, I, luckily, I've got some friends with some nice boats. That, that's the best my kind boat, of boat. I've got my little 23, which I just, we, we've charged on that thing. We have. I'm yeah. not going to, but I'm, that's where you get into that hairline, like, okay, is this, I, t- I pressure my guys. I'm like, yo, is this safe? Or like, right. I, I'm part owners of the boat. Okay. I'm my best friend, Dave, I was talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, me and him split the boat, and uh, I always tell him, I'm like, dude, we got to have this thing rigged up before we go. Like, the, um, we go and uh, take trips to the frying pan tower a lot. I don't oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. So the shoals off of North Carolina, I mean, there's the um, diamond shoals and the frying pan. Sure. And, uh. Yeah, they built those Coast Guard stations or mm-hmm. um, lighthouse stations out there during the war. And, mm-hmm. dude, I'm telling you, man, the best diving. Oh, uh, I bet. I don't want to say too much about it. But, yeah, yeah. Keep on the hunt. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we took that thing out, my, my boat out there, the old saltwater series. Sure. And I was just telling Dave, I'm like, dude, we got to make sure, like, the radio's got to be dialed in, everything. Everything. Like, everything. Yep. I, I'm, I'm very picky. Like, 
double check it twice. Yeah, as you should. As you should. And a lot of, and I'm, I'm hoping people listening to that understand that too. Like I know some buddies of mine that take like a little 18 foot, you know, privateer out there, which is mm-hmm. great. Hell yeah, if the weather's good, charge. Sure. But make sure you like be mindful. And I, I think if you're fishing all the time, and you might agree with me, mm-hmm. if you're fishing going, you know, 20, 30, 40 miles like consistently mm-hmm. you should have an e-perb it's worth it absolutely money. like absolutely i have a plb on me all the time same all right that's what cito gave us that one yep. and we um, if, um when i get a bigger boat too i'm gonna have one mounted on the on yep. the center console yep. that's i want a center console dude <laughs> <I want one laughs> sounds really, like yeah. it yeah 36 feet at least uh, yeah well i mean that's your slip size yeah right? i've been looking at a few yeah. yeah i mean even having that like the safety equipment i mean i always have a leatherman I always have a knife yep i always have my e-perb and now you're gonna have one of these i'm gonna give you and that. now i'm gonna have a <laughs> North American Rescue slash Qualified Captain First Aid Kit. Dude, absolutely, man. That's, that's, that's yours, brother. I, I love that. Thank you. It, it's um, it, The Pelican case is great, too. Like, yeah. I mean, that's – and I'll break it down to you guys later, but it's it, – there's so much more. Like, everybody carries a first aid kit, but mm-hmm. it's, like, from Walmart. You know, some right. shit. Like, North American has got the top-notch. I well, mean, they got it dialed in. Yeah, they work with the military. Yeah. It, it's, it's awesome. And they, they reach out to me, man, and they're like, yeah, we, we want to do this with you. I mean, think, right. we think we can help you out. Yep, and like I said, put the money aside. It's it's about making a good thing that people need to realize they should bring on their boat. Right. Yeah, and, and, and whether it's my kid or somebody else's, I don't 100%, care. Hundred percent. Like, like having that available. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? There's there's so many times where stuff just goes south. You never know. Well, you know? that and then I've been on boats where I'm like, dude, that's expired. That's expired. This is plastic. It's like corroded as hell. Dude, isn't that the average boat? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, this thing right here is. Indestructible. You could, I think you could dive with this. Like it's like 30, it's, 60 feet, and it yeah, will, yeah, the water yeah. will not get in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you actually have. I mean, most first aid kits that you buy from Walmart or Dick's or Cabela's or whatever, they don't even have a tourniquet in them. No, no. This like, has actually got a legitimate tourniquet. Which, right. Um. If for all you listen to, we have a, um a YouTube channel now that shows he breaks down. I have DJ Strunz. He's a very he works for North American, but he's mm-hmm. also been working in the water industry his whole life, and he broke down how to properly use a tourniquet that's the number one question i have that people buy these kits and they don't know what the hell like what's in it well they know what's in it but they don't know how to use it right which um, deems this useless if you don't absolutely and that's why i was like okay well dj let's meet up let's make a video and we did we put together a quick little video and um good feedback so far yeah yeah nah man i mean it's been really neat to watch qualified grow i mean i remember when like if we use our, your followers as like a metric, right? You were in like the couple hundred, and, <laughs> and now you've grown and you've you've really created this great brand. I watched from twenty eighteen to nineteen, we're like at one hundred, two hundred thousand. I was like yeah. stoked. I was like, yeah, Whoa. yeah, I was like it's badass. I was like, well, no, I mean, I was like, this is cool. Like, this is, I mean, it's awesome. But is it, is this like something that could right. actually turn into something? And then next thing you know, like a year later, I'm like, okay, shit, and this is considering like maybe, right, making a full time gig. And at what point did you say like? let's do this. Like, let's jump. My sales reps, I got to give them credit. Yeah. Well, not, not, all right. They weren't my sales reps at the time. Best friend of mine, his name's Joe. We, yep. we dive a lot together. He's yep. a, a, an amazing diver. He actually does courses at Waterman Survival. He's, okay. um, he's based out of Wilmington, but he does a lot of his courses in Puerto Rico. Okay. And he, um, he's a good friend of mine and he was, he kept on pressuring me. He's like, dude, you need to quit your job now. And I was like, okay. Uh, but I was scared. I, you know, I, what I, was I, the hesitation? Just, I don't know. I was just like, I, I bought a house. I was like, I need to, like, I bought a house way before a qualified captain. I was yeah. with the hours I put on Cito and at right. the marina. But Joe's like, dude, you got to make a move and it's hot. You know, just do it. And I, I was like, all right, you know what? 
took me about – I finished off my summer with those guys. I didn't want to leave them high and dry like right. in the summer. It's busiest time of year. I, yep. I, I finished it out, and then uh, I left in August, and um, hey, I mean, Joe's the man. Like, that's the one that really pushed it. And he was so confident where him and his – he owns a sales rep agency. They're like the number one Smith and Richardson rep in the East Coast. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. you know, they're amazing. They, Good friend to have. Absolutely. And he, um, they took on qualified captain, man. And now, because of them, we have sales reps from, uh, we got accounts from Maine to Florida, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And hats off to them, man. I mean, we, we try to mess with wholesale a little mm-hmm. bit ourselves, but that's mm-hmm. a whole nother ball game. And it still is to this day. I mean, I went from running boats to now folding t-shirts and putting, making, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like putting tags on them, but it's, yeah, that's our goal, man. We want to, um, we want to be like a big influencer on social media, but mm-hmm. we also want to be a badass brand that people want to rep, rep the yeah, gear. Yeah, really rep it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's been kind of cool how we connected. Like, I don't know if... if You were a while ago. I was a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Like, initially, like, when you're Pleasant, an OG. <laughs> pleasantly persistent <laughs> is how I say it. But it was your buddy John... Um, I want to pronounce Dornelis. Dornelis, yeah. yes. He was... He put this, like, APB out on Instagram being like, hey, my buddy, don't yeah. know who it is, right? is curious about some Shopify questions. And at the time, I had been doing some stuff with Shopify with other brands. And I was like, yeah, I'm happy to chat. And all of a sudden, you pop up. And we had a Zoom, a Zoom or Google Meet or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we met, I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And like a, it's like a Tuesday night, like late at night. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, yeah, well, no, I run this page. I'm like, oh, cool, what's the page? You're like, I'm like, oh, qualified captain. I'm like, oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> the qualified captain is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, this is really rad. Yeah. Like, then we told you about the podcast. We met at iCast a few years ago. I met your mom, actually. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We were all down there. Yeah. Yeah. If it, like I said, if it wasn't for my mom and sister, like, we would be nowhere. Yeah. 100%. Like, they're the bread and butter. But now, John is a, is a legend. That guy has mm-hmm. actually been like an inspiration to me, besides, you know, the, besides put Instagram all the side. He he's always just pointing point me in the right direction. Yeah, um, hell of a diver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I, that's like I think I mentioned it earlier, but I love free diving and spear fishing. Yeah. It's like my passion. Mm-hmm. And um, John's just always just such a nice guy, man. He's just like yeah. here, let me help you guys out. You know, I, I want to be an ambassador for you. And mm-hmm. for John Darnell to say that to me, it was like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's just this sick. Is, let's go. Yeah, yeah like, that's awesome. You know, um, I was stoked. And uh, now we're at, I'm in Jersey till the 28th. I go back home for 10 days and I fly out to uh, Homer, Alaska to meet up with John. That's right. You're going halibut fishing, yeah, right? Well, how, you know, spear fishing. We're going to, we're going to, we got a week with uh, Coldwater, Alaska. I don't know if you guys follow Coldwater, but you should. Coldwater, yeah. Alaska is a, dude, these guys are badass, man. It's a whole nother world out there. Yeah. I mean, they're diving to survive and, 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 and hunting. And there's a whole, the lifestyle is sweet. Like, I, yeah. I'm scared I'm going to go up there and not come back, <laughs> you know? But, um, no, I'm going up there in July, and we're going to be over two weeks, one week on diving, and then one week on um, just hiking and, and... That's awesome. Yeah, chilling and checking everything out. See, see a couple of meese and... Uh, dude, I mean... some bears. They, they, and... Yeah, they, my buddy John's like, dude, you're going to see bald eagles like they're seagulls, you know? That's, so I, I interviewed this, the actually episode number two of Along the Keel was these folks called Rugged Seas. Shout out to Rugged Seas. They're up in Maine, and uh-huh. they actually take bibs, fishing bibs, repurpose them into, you know, bags and wallets and all this other stuff. And they have, That's like, sick. T-shirts and hats and whatnot. Um, and they sent me a picture of, he's a, he's a commercial fisherman out on the crab boats out there, like Deadliest Catch, right? And 
I was blown away. The seagull, the seagulls are just, they're all bald eagles. Bald eagles, yeah. And I'm like, at some point, they become like a nuisance. Yeah. You know, and you're like, that's the, the, the oh, symbol yeah, yeah. of they're freedom. Like, they're like, get it. And they're like, get out of here. <laughs> that, and um, he's just like, he's, I don't know, he's like, yeah, there's, there's grizzly bears and shit. I don't know. I'm really excited, man. I, I've always been, I, I surf a lot and do all yeah. that, but I've, the hell with all that. I've always wanted to go to Alaska. Like yeah. people always like say, "Oh, dude, what about Hawaii? What about California?" I'm like, no, "I want to go to Alaska." Dude. Have you been to Hawaii yet? No, nah, I've never been. You've never been? Oh man, I, I will. Yeah, um, you gotta go. I've got a lot of um, shit. I forget the guy's name. He does. He works on uh, not works. He he did an episode with Meat Eaters. Danny Bolton, the, the tuna fit guy. Um, yeah, Danny Bolton. Yeah. How do you know Danny? I don't know. He's a big fan. He DMs me a Shut lot. Up, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Dude, I know Danny really well. Okay. Like, really well. Yeah. And uh, his wife, Sule, was actually a coach at the gym that I trained at. I understand. And then through her, I met Danny, and now Danny and I actually kind of work together on some things or, nice. or starting to work together on some things. But, yeah, Danny's a rad dude. I've always wanted to go. Um, yeah. I, I just wanted to go to Alaska first. Yeah. I actually Last got a good, Frontier. Yeah, and I got a good relationship with um, some of the guys from Deadliest Catch. They're all fans, like Casey oh, McManus. Cool. Uh, with uh, Cornelia Marie, those guys, yep. they're big fans. Um, I've sent them merch all the time. They tag us. And uh, we were actually on Discovery Channel once with um, Mandy. Uh, oh, were you really? Yeah, with, with, um, with a shirt? Yeah, yeah. No, they, I had Discovery Channel actually email me. They're like, is it okay like, if we you know, post, like, share this video with uh, an interview with Mandy wearing our, wearing our jacket? Yeah. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. So I got them on the Northwestern all hooked. So I'm hoping while we're up there, because like I said, we're doing a week like dive trip to yep. like, you know, uncharted waters. Yeah. What I've been told, like we're not, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we're going to some, like he's the Captain Brad, he goes, he's like, he's like, do you feel safe? Like, you know, spend the night on, on, on fuck yeah, let's do it. No, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. We're going yeah. to Alaska. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're doing that. And then the second week, I'm going to just be chilling, like it's kind of relaxing, enjoying my vacation. Sure. And then, um, hopefully maybe try to reach out to some of those, um, king crab fishermen. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I just want to like, just do what we're doing. Right. You know, whether it's, whether we're recording or not, I just want to shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been, you know, it's been what I've learned through having a podcast growing along the keel is the fact that now you can go anywhere in the country and have a conversation with someone, shoot the shit, have dinner, stay at their house. Absolutely. Like, like last week, or no, not last week, last month, Tiller and I went down to uh, Virginia Beach to meet with the Chasing Tides guys. Yeah. I stayed at their house. We hung out, did a podcast, went fishing. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, this would have never have happened if I had never started along the keel, right, in this podcast. Like, and then the same thing with you. Like, if you had never made that first post on Instagram. I'd be still towing boats. You'd be towing boats. <laughs> right? I yeah. mean, that's wild. Yeah. All through the power of the internet. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nuts. It, it's social media. It's, uh, um, it's scary. Yeah. But it's also, I don't know, I, I, I like it at the same time, but I hate it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, it's, it's uh, for all those listening, enjoy it and, and, and laugh and, and don't, don't waste your time on it. You yeah. know, I mean, I've caught myself doing it. I'll be the first one to admit it. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I do now, though. Right. But there's this, go, go, be the one that's sharing that badass shit on Instagram. Right. Don't be the one that's just like, you know. Be making the content. Yeah, man. Not consuming the content. Absolutely. I consume a little bit. Yeah. I, I, we all do. We all have to. We laugh. all do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Tiller, you do, too. <laughs> oh, I send Tiller a bunch of stuff. We're always DMing each other. Yeah. <laughs> Tons of stuff.
So as we kind of, you know, as Qualified Captain begins to grow, right, and you guys are at such this point where you're working with a brand like Jetty, which just did a drop last week. You're, you're doing stuff with Kate May. You got another collab that is, you know, top secret right now. I ain't now. saying nothing. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just saying it exists, man, you know. Um, as you continue to trot down this path and build this brand, what is, give me like a five-year vision. Like, what do you got? Five year vision, I, like like I told you earlier, I don't I, I don't know. Let yeah. the pieces just fall together. Fall together. You know what I'm saying? Like you're building a puzzle. Yep. You're working on it as it goes. If that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. I I, I mean, yes, I'd like to project something. Maybe mm-hmm. like I'd like our clothing brand to be like in every state, in the mm-hmm. country. Maybe possibly branch out into like Australia, Canada, and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But for now, just let it keep rolling, man. It's gonna happen. Like you can rush things and sometimes that's when you make mistakes yep uh, when the right opportunity comes it'll happen like kate may brewery for example they reached out to me for, out of nowhere and i was just like i wanted to do a beer with somebody always did and um there's a local company by a brewery by us and they want to do um a collab but then COVID hit and yeah. it just didn't happen and then right kate may reached out to me and i was like i did some re- and it's so weird they had no idea i was from <laughs> i was from jersey they just like followed my page the owner sure. Ryan was like, dude, I love qualified captain. Like, let's yeah. do something. So um, that's how that started. Yeah. I was like, no brainer. Done. That's perfect fit. Yeah, done. It's, you know, yeah. And that's how things happen, man. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just you, you, if you pay attention and just do your homework and people reach out and I don't know, it's, I, I, I am committed to our brand though. Like, I really want to see our um, apparel industry take off. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not much. It's like just t-shirts and, and hats and, and board shorts and button ups. But dude, I, I don't know. I got, I like, I, we all like, I, we all represent whatever, like, what is this? What you got? Tuna. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kurt. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He sent me this yesterday. No, I, like I don't wear like, you know, randoms. I like Nike or nothing. I wear like my local boys landscaping company and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know? People that I support. Yeah, yeah. All my local friends, they're repping qualified all day long. And yeah. it's, it's sick. We all just, you know. Yep. Yep, and you know, represents who you are as a person and who you want to be a part of, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a part of it that comes down to like the actual material and how it fits and feels, but if it's someone that you know and love and a friend, yeah, you're always going to gravitate towards that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of cool. My uh, like my family, they live up like a little bit north, like towards New York, and mm-hmm. they're like they'll reach out to me like. Dude, I just in Shoprite, and I saw your beard, you know, <laughs> or like, or I was just at this local like, you know, outdoor shop, and like your hats are there, right? Like, it's like cool. It means it's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? We're doing something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's it's this past year is it's. I mean, this has all been it's all been really fun. It still is fun. Yeah. This past year has been so stressful, though. Why is that? It's just because, man, I'm 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 leaving. Uh, um, it's my first year doing it full time. Right. I've got employees, I've got mm-hmm. bills to pay now, mm-hmm. and I've also have like just managing everything is is a whole nother ball game. I could talk about that all day long. Yeah. Um, inventory is so important, yep. especially right now with like the supply chain oh, the shortages and whatnot. Dude, yeah. it's a whole nother ball game. Yeah. And uh, we're making do with it, but as a small brand or company or whatever you want to call it, just trying to get from here to here. Yeah. It's been it's been tough. I mean, like I said, we're we're learning as we I, I'm learning as I go. Luckily, I've got like some killer sales reps. I got a, a good buddy of mine um, who I hired. He's he's been great. Yeah. He's he's been like a um, I've been learning off him. I 
me and him will have like two hour long phone conversations. And yeah, I think every bit of it is worth every penny. Yeah. I'm listening to him. I'm picking up information. He's been doing this stuff for a long time. Yeah. Like I've been running boats for a long time. He's been building brands for a long time. Right. And it's so cool to listen to that. And I have no experience. Right. <laughs> Would you consider him more of like a mentor? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. His name, shout out to Christian Denny too. Yeah, that's his name. I mean, he's, awesome. a, he's a legend, dude. This guy's very smart individual. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's something to be said about building your community. You know, we talked a lot about like Cape May, Jetty, all these other brands, North American Rescue. But having your community of friends and family is one thing, but then having someone that is, because your friends and family are always going to support, right? Yeah. They're going to be your cheerleaders. But having a mentor is someone that is going to be like, let's not do this, yeah. right? And be like, here, here's an opportunity, right? And, you know, shout out to my buddy, John Spates, who uh, owns a company called Cooper's Cast Coffee, who I've been involved with since he was roasting coffee beans in his uh, living room, Yeah, right? I, <laughs> and I'd walk up there, you know, through the snow and whatnot in college, and we'd go and pack beans in his living room. His wife, Danny, would make um, paleo muffins, <laughs> right? F45 CrossFit, you know, yeah. quality muffins here. And, uh, you know, we'd pack till, the, till dawn, right? Yeah. Till like 1 o'clock in the morning. And we've always kept in touch. And he's been a huge mentor towards Law on the Keel and all these other things. So, like, having that person is so important. Well, you know, there's some people that will work for you and, and, and just, you know, do what they got to do and take mm-hmm. their check and leave. But there's some, like you said, the mentor side of it, you can't, you can't pay for that. Like, that's it's priceless. It's, dude, I mean, there's this guy, like I said, Christian, he's just, he's just so I, – He'll go out of his way to help me. And it's in his own interest, too. Like, we're stoked. We want to work together. Yeah, we want to grow this thing. Absolutely. It's badass. Like, it's, right. it's fun, you know? Yeah. I mean, some of the times suck. Of it's, course. It's stressful as hell. Yeah. But we work together. And, it, like, a shout-out to my sister, Lauren, too. I mean, if it wasn't for her, she is the backbone of the qualified captain. When, like, any kind of shirt or, hat, like, these hats, if it wasn't for her, dude, yeah. she puts her time in. And, and she, she was a graphic designer for – um. A private school in Wilmington. Love that. Yeah, and she left her job just the, not even in not even six months ago. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so this is brand new. Yeah, 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 man. She's. Uh, this is where we just hit that turning point. Like, okay, we're committed now. Like, right. We're, this is we're the do- thing. Well, we're doing wholesale. You know. Right. Like, I mean, I've got a warehouse about this big now, and yeah, like, we're, we're it's it's a whole other ball game. It's besides, a legit operation. We always just sold online to direct consumers. Just little nip like hats and shirts. Now it's right. like okay. Tackle shops want to carry our stuff, mm-hmm. surf shops, any, any, any kind of outdoor, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's one thing to commit to the customer, mm-hmm. right, to, the, to, the, to the actual end consumer. Yeah. And then committing then to a wholesaler, which is, all right, they're the middleman, mm-hmm. but these are the people that are really going to start to churn the water and make the brand. That's right, and that's why I did it. Yeah. I mean, I could have stayed direct consumer all day long, but if I really want to build this brand, I want, like, you know, grandpa who doesn't have instagram to be like oh this is cool that's like, a cool shirt yeah or not yeah. even that, not even that's a cool shirt like tell me some background about why should i wear this and he'll do right. some research like or watch this podcast and right. be like okay hell yeah yeah <laughs> you know? yeah 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 100 so. yeah man i mean it's been again you know i'll say it again i think i've said it like a few times now might be the beer a little bit too um <laughs> but uh shout out kate may it is a really good beer dude kate may nailed this one man uh, cheers to kate may yeah thank you guys <laughs> um I, I, it was so funny like, i think we when we first started talking about it, i was they're like, what kind of beer do you like i, I drink miller light right 
but we we wanted to make that mix, mm-hmm. and they did very well. So it's a good mix. If anybody who's listening wants it, Jersey, Delaware, and Pennsylvania, come on, do, do it's worth the drive. Yeah, no, well, we I'm drove. taking a bunch of cases back with me to North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely worth the drive. We we came from Rhode Island this morning, so yeah, and hats off to you it. guys, dude. I I'm stoked that y'all made the drive. It's oh well, appreciate worth it. it. Absolutely, we got yeah. to check out the new trailer. Have a podcast, <laughs> yeah. Drink a beer. If anybody, I've been posting on my story too. I've been, um, I got our qualified trailer that we use for our merchandise and mm-hmm. everything. But I pimped the thing out and Pimp put my a trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put a, a TV, air conditioning unit, power. Yep. A uh, little futon in bed. I slept at uh, the Lazy Bass last night. It's like a little bar in here, and then Wildwood. Uh, <laughs> Catch the Celtics game. Fall Dude, asleep. it's sick. It's yeah, perfect. exactly. And I'm gonna do the same thing tomorrow. But actually, I'm gonna stay here tonight and head back up to Long Beach Island, where I'm originally from. Yeah. And uh, gonna try to meet up with some guys up in Barnegat Light. Do uh, this like there's a big scallop industry up there. I want to yep. meet some of them guys, yep. and uh, we're just gonna bounce around. May do some diving. Some love it. Try to shoot a striper. Love so. it. Sounds like a great day. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, Aaron, man, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure having yeah. you on the show. I'm Dude. really excited having you on. Yeah, man. It was it's, a lot of fun. It's uh, something I've been kind of timid to do for a while. Sure. But I'm I'm glad I did it. Yeah, the you great reveal. Yeah, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Qualify, <man>. captain. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Along the Keel. It was a long-awaited episode, but very glad we were able to meet up with Aaron and have a beer at the Cape May Brewery. Shout out to those guys. Very, very helpful. Alicia, thank you for setting it up. Courtney, thank you for your assistance. And Aaron, thank you for coming on to the show. Uh, for all those who are listening, Aaron is an incredibly humble, really nice guy, someone that you absolutely want to have a beer with. And uh, just look forward to being able to meet up again and uh, hear in the near future. So thank you again for everyone listening. If you want to learn more about Kate May Brewery, go over to Kate May on their website. Check them out on social media. Also, if you're not following the Qualified Captain, I'm going to assume that everyone should is. And, and if they're not, they should be because it's hilarious. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really funny. And at the same time, it is a great educational tool for what not to do while out on the water so with that thank you for tuning in make sure to follow us on social media everything is at along the keel check us out on the website along the sign up for the newsletter and if you would please leave a five-star review so next time we'll see you on the show and uh yeah work hard do good be incredible and have an awesome day